Before we get started, let's be clear on a few things. We are not alone. We never have been alone. And they're still here. Pulling strings in the background while we ride the perpetual hamster wheel. There is a connection between science and spirituality. And that connection is the key to abundance, prosperity, and fullness of life. We are clearly being led astray by the powers that be, on purpose, and this has been going on for thousands of years. We will not just scratch the surface of these glaringly blatant hidden truths. We will dig deep, as deep as possible, and then expose, share, and grow wiser as we ride this new wave of global awakening. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Wokish Podcast. I'm your host, Stefan Gavalius, and I now apparently happen to be a targeted individual. Oh my god, you have no idea what I have been through, so bear with us while we readjust and settle back into production here. So I guess I've been targeted for quite some time now, but I had no idea that there was an actual term for what I was being subjected to every single fucking day. That's why we were on hiatus for a little while there. Uh, Not only because my producer extraordinaire Daniel was in Nevada shooting a slasher film, but also because I had to weigh things out. It was perfect timing in reality because I had to ask myself, Steph, Are you able to continue? (laughs) Can you successfully resume your campaign of truth-seeking and light-bearing? Well, God dished out another dose of reality because it damn sure wasn't up to me. I used the time away from the studio as a way to recharge and formulate a new approach. And then I said, fuck all that. (laughs) Let's go. The goal, the trajectory, the end result, it's all the same. It's all about waking souls and enlightening the masses. There's no new approach just full steam ahead. So episode seven is about being a targeted individual. For about three years now, I couldn't quite explain what in God's name was going on. And that's probably the first stage of it, sheer ignorance. It all started about a year into moving here to California. I was clean and sober and my awakening process had accelerated exponentially. My mission became clearer every waking moment, so I started to seek like-minded individuals to assist me. I knew I would need some open-minded and talented millennials on my team, so I would frequent the campuses of the local colleges and universities, making friends with all sorts of people who felt my passion and were aware enough to know that I was onto something. I remember distinctly, I was taking this adorable little environmental sciences major home after a party, and she lived in a seedy neighborhood of San Bernardino. And if y'all have ever been through friggin' Dino, (laughs) you already know, my awareness was on full blast. I'm pulling out of there and making my way back home to Riverside, and I realized after about five minutes that I'm being followed by what seemed to be a, a freaking convoy of vehicles or a motorcade of some sort. And what really freaked me out was that they all had their brights or their fog lights on and they would alternate from tailing me intently to speeding up ahead of me one after another and then slowing down and hindering my way of travel with strategically placed vehicles within the lanes around me. Needless to say, I was fighting nausea and the urge to shit myself. (laughs) I'm trying to rationalize on the fly. So I started thinking to myself, you know, um... 
maybe it was a drug task force or something. I mean, I was coming out of a high drug traffic area, but shit, I wish that was the case, right? So they could have pulled me over and searched me. They wouldn't have found nothing but some kush, okay? And eventually, I made it home unscathed, but periodically, the tailing would resume for a few days and then die off. Mind you, all this was happening to me, and I had no idea what was really going on. I really couldn't put a name to it. I had no idea that they were actually literally support groups and meet groups and online forums for this shit. <laughs> and we're talking on a global scale, people. This phenomenon is happening around the world. From the humble fast food restaurant employee to Stanford and Yale graduates with honors, from astrophysicists to clinical psychiatrists and every walk of life in between. But that was a little more than three years ago. Now I'm being subjected to constant electronic surveillance and harassment. Drones posted up in the sky watching me in literal shifts from the time I get home from work until the sun comes up. My car has been tampered with. Random people with the most deadpan of stairs are walking up and down my street, performing bizarre and over-the-top theatrical scenes, and they've even tried to infiltrate my household by having one of these dark agents respond to a Craigslist ad that I had posted looking for a roommate. Now, I'm sure some of you will call me delusional, paranoid, even schizophrenic. But that still wouldn't explain the physical and tangible evidence that I've compiled, along with almost a million other people worldwide, that proves that this is just not the case. And you already know, once I was able to meditate, reflect, and release it all, my perception led me to all the right places to seek the understanding of what is truly taking place. I researched everything I could get my hands on. I corroborated reports and conferred with some knowledgeable and wise people in the online communities and forums. I went back and watched movies like uh, M Minority Report and Divergent, The Fifth Element, Hunger Games. <laughs> My God, watching these flicks through the eyes of a targeted individual, I picked up on all kinds of hidden tidbits of disclosure that they've been putting out there for anyone who was awake enough to comprehend. Listen, y'all. Okay, straight up. The movie The Matrix, it was a freaking documentary, let me tell you. The insanity that I have witnessed and been subjected to within the past six months alone, I mean, it would send most people to a freaking padded room. But me, well, I find it a little flattering, kind of. <laughs> Whoever's behind the gang stalking, they obviously find me really annoying. And oh yeah, your boy is a fucking problem. So much that they would want to return the favor every freaking day of my life <laughs> so now to my fellow targeted individuals i know you've been subjected to far worse okay there are some of us that have taken our own lives or the lives of others after they finally snapped so forgive me if you feel that i'm being callous or insensitive but i can't dwell in the darkness and allow it to overtake me and neither should you Remaining in a high vibrational state is key to deflecting the spiritual attacks brought about by the men in the shadows. This is not new. They've been gang-stalking enlightened and divine individuals for thousands of years. Just read some of the accounts of the apostles in the Bible before they watered down and filtered the scripture all to hell. Okay, They, they were being surveilled and harassed too. And they knew damn well that it was more than just a bunch of assholes following them around, distracting them, and making their lives difficult. It was much more than that, and it still is. 
Ephesians 6.12, Paul, one of the apostles, he writes, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the principalities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Paul knew what time it was, and he's still trying to give us a heads up 3,000 plus years later. As a TI, you must understand that we are of God's most prized and sacred battalion. We are the chosen. As much as I hate to utilize division in order to make a point, there is a group within the targeted individual community that I call targeted starseeds. And as such, you know, we seem to be taking the brunt of the spiritual attacks. We were probably already classified as a problem before we even had our initial activations and consciousness upgrades. They knew that we were the keepers and anchors of the light codes, which continue to shield the collective from an all-out slaughter, okay? Our DNA, our auric fields, our birth dates, and our natal charts, all that quantum, biometric, and astronomical data that's embedded within us. They have tools to measure it, and we probably light up their equipment like a freaking Christmas tree. We stand out. We are beacons of light for the rest of humanity. Embrace that shit and release the fear and apprehension. They can't kill us, but there is something about fear, tension, and anxiety that is absolutely intoxicating to these dark entities. Somehow it's their sustenance. They would much rather drive you to your own demise by your own hands, and then they own your soul. I have banished fear and anxiety from my aura altogether. It's damn near non-existent because I know that I am divinely guided and protected by the entire angelic realm. And besides, if these sickos did decide to take me out, I'm going to come back and, you know, fuck with them all over again anyway. <laughs> and this time, I'll be 10 times as strong and driven and really pissed off. And they'll have to deal with the karmic reverberation set in motion by their wicked and foolish ways. It will be so absolute and all-encompassing that they'd rather keep me alive and hope that I drop the ball of my own destiny instead of me returning in 30 years and tearing some shit up for real. But damn, I really wish they would just leave me the fuck alone already. For Christ's sake, does David Wilcock and Eric Von Daniken and Michael Tellinger get gang-stalked? I mean, David Icke, Stephen Greer, Jim Mars? I mean, come on already. These dudes are at the forefront of disclosure. And, you know, why am I such a threat? I mean, I get it. If I was some evil cult hell-bent on controlling the world and the people on it, I'd try to trip me up too, <laughs> because being a light worker such as myself, I have attributes and higher faculties that will in the long run awaken millions of people. I am the great cosmic monkey wrench in the scheme of things for this men in the shadows. Just like the apostles and the witches of Salem and the sages and medicine men and women of the ancient times that were being attacked and every other group that didn't conform to the society that's being enforced, we are being led by spirit okay so we will never you know be given more than we can handle we must do what we do without prolonged contemplation apprehension or overshadowed thoughts we've reincarnated on this planet over and over again and we'll continue to do so until the light that we harbor within permeates all of existence shining through to the other realms which we cannot yet perceive and as i said before and the Apostle Paul said, way before me, the battle between TIs and the men in the shadows is spiritual warfare. 
and when you must protect yourself in times of battle, every tool and every weapon is the greatest of value. If the body is the temple, your soul is the deity which resides within its chambers. Infiltration is not an option. The two most damaging symptoms brought about by way of gang stalking, in my opinion, are isolation and loss of income. I'm sure, you know, psychosis and paranoia at the top two, but I'm trying to save the collective that hasn't already snapped, okay? <laughs> uh, I've been targeted for going on three years now, so I want to share what I do to keep me from making the five o'clock news. Now, first off, I've been stressing this since day one, and that's meditation. And I know probably a third of my fellow TIs are harassed with radio frequency attacks and cars with loud exhausts maliciously revving their engines every five minutes on cue as they cruise by or your neighbors in the apartment next to you playing their music really loud for 10 seconds in the middle of the night, every night for two weeks. So trust me, I've heard all the nightmare scenarios that you would all have endured. Um, I won't even go into mine. But owning a pair of high-quality, noise-canceling headphones and keeping them on for the majority of the day helps out a ton, okay? But I'm not listening to music. I love music just as much as the next guy, but music only acts as a distraction from a distraction. So binaural tones, Tibetan singing bowls, positive affirmations, they will transform you, and there's a ton of them on YouTube, all right? So binaural tones are two separate frequencies, each fed into one ear, and you know, but your brain only picks up a phantom tone that only resonates within the brain, depending on which brain wave you're trying to stimulate, okay? Um, combine that with meditation and you will find some solace, I promise you, okay? Now, to some of my targeted individuals, those high-pitched sounds that you're hearing and you may be thinking that you're attacked with, it's sometimes actually your guides um, and they're present and they've actually formed a bubble of protection around you and that sound is you perceiving the multi-dimensional shift taking place around you. We're jumping timelines and receiving downloads and emitting information to the rest of the collective energetically and that's just what it sounds like. We all possess the divine attribute of clairaudience. It just has to be activated. And again, Binaural tones and meditation will serve you well with determined effort. The sooner you change your perception of your personal experience for the better, the sooner you raise your vibration and release yourself from their clutches. Align your motives and intentions with your highest good and they become afraid of you. Journaling is also a powerful tool. It's a way of detoxifying the aura with the power of words and focused effort combined with conscious awareness of what you are intending to do. Wherever your thoughts go is where your vibration does too. So don't be afraid to go all dark and gloomy with your journaling, okay? It's spiritual medicine. After you read what you wrote, it's almost as if you're facing your demons. You cast them out on paper and if you're drawn to burn the page, so be it. Whatever you're led to do. And exercise. <laughs> Man, if you are just laying around and waiting for the men in the shadows to come get your ass, they won't. <laughs> They'll just watch and turn up the juice on your ass and feed off your despair and misery. So get moving. Get a gym membership. Go swimming. Go to the beach. Shit, you can go to an animal shelter and, you know... Um, Ask the kennel assistants to let you play with the dogs and cats. Trust me, they'll let you. I've done it. You have no idea how nurturing it really is. Isolation has a way of draining you. Regardless of how divided we seem to be in this day and age, 
We are all connected and being enabled to connect is pretty much the most oppressive thing possible to endure. Our life force consists of four components, four key components, mind, body, soul, and spirit. And those four components are sustained, purified, and nurtured by the five elements. And in order to solidify your ethereal armor, those five elements should be cultivated and purified regularly. And here's how. Water is everywhere in abundance. Our bodies are 75% water, give or take, and the earth is too. But because it's now treated as a commodity rather than a gift from Mother Gaia, we have lost touch with it. This life-giving and life-sustaining substance. The vibratory connection between you and the water you ingest is severed when you drink out of plastic. And how long have we all been drinking out of plastic bottles now? Go get yourself a copper flask and drink from that. Better yet, store the water in it for a few days and then drink it. You will immediately taste a difference. And after a few days of doing it, your mind and your body will take on a sensation of vitality and clarity you haven't felt in a while. I kid you not. What I do is uh, I put a few of my pocket stones and crystals in it. And I've been doing this for a couple years now. And I kid you not, my ears start ringing even after just a couple gulps. Before you take a sip from your copper container of water, hold it and channel your intention into it. Thank the water, the gods, the universe, your spirit guides, whoever you pray to. Thank them for your existence and ability to experience this divine God-given liquid. You can even chant um, two or three times into the container to supercharge its composition with positivity and align the water molecules with your own frequency. So the connection is pretty much seamless and as it goes down your throat. The second element, earth. We are born of this material world and to the earth we shall one day return. Every mineral, vitamin, nutrient, bacteria, fungus, organism that has ever existed, we share with the earth on a molecular level. Mother Gaia has a heartbeat and without that powerful signal, our souls would have gotten lost when we chose to incarnate here. So being in nature, or at least being barefooted on virgin earth, is so essential for balance, restoration, and reorganization. And not just of the spiritual body, but all kinds of bodily functions from the menstrual cycle to the circadian rhythm to relieving migraines, diabetic nerve pain, and even high blood pressure. Give yourself 35 to 45 minutes a day of sitting on the earth. You can do whatever you want. You know, you can talk on the phone, read a book, whatever, who cares? But it would be best to just be still and focus on your breathing. Air. Air is the most dynamic and life-altering element and also the most abundant in terms of our 3D existence. If you can harness the control and power of your own breath in an environment that is free of noise, pollution, and negativity, you are then able to go within and seek the connection with spirit. Imagine yourself, you know, sitting in silence out in nature. Your soul is attached to spirit and the etheric realm through that same air you've been existing in since creation. The powers that be, they have us in a constant state of fear and paranoia, which has led to human beings taking very shallow breaths. If you become mindful of it, and by God, hopefully you do after listening to this freaking episode, you'll catch yourself breathing shallowly in all sorts of situations. You got to break out of that, okay? And right now, some of you gym goers and hikers are saying, Oh, Steph, what are you talking about? I work out and I'm panting after I'm done, for God's sake. What do you mean? 
but it's not the same, okay? When you're taking in oxygen during strenuous and physical activity, the body is directing the oxygen intake to only the extremities and the lungs. Your heart is working overtime to circulate it, and your brain is only focused on staying conscious and coherent, okay? So breath work is a totally different animal. There are actual classes that you can take for breath work, um, and you can also practice a form of meditation called breath of fire. And you can find a guided meditation to do breath of fire um, and to direct you on how to do it uh, right there on YouTube. So, you know, breath of fire is a technique that will decalcify your pineal gland, uh, cleanse your aura, uh, realign your chakras, and this is all being essential to thwarting the attempts of our gang stalkers. Speaking of fire, that brings us to the fourth element. Fire is an integral part of our existence, and that is evident by the constant and stable state of our body temperature. It's the spark within our passion, our courage, our charisma, our empathy, and it's a clear indication of the life within us, you know, uh, if you just so happen to be found unconscious. <laughs> countless tribes from countless ages and civilizations revered fire and they weren't dancing around it and using it in ceremonies because it was the cool thing to do back then everything was about motive and intention and fire fuels it like no other element while simultaneously purifying anything in close proximity to feel its warmth contrary to popular belief bonfires aren't just for clansmen rednecks and college parties okay <laughs> so if you can build one Use only organic materials, get as close to it as you can stand to it, and then warm the front of your body for three to five minutes, and then do the same to the backside of your body. That will reignite and reconnect you with the internal inferno that dwells within you. Now, if you live in an area that doesn't allow you access to a bonfire, use a lamp or lantern large enough to where you can feel the warmth and just stand close enough to it to feel it. Just make sure the oil or whatever accelerant you're using uh, you know, make sure it's organic and non-toxic. Lastly, the fifth element, space, dark matter, the dimension that permeates all existence, the subatomic particles and substances that are between your cells and everything else. The glue that binds all materials together in this dimension and the other 11. The Akashic Record. If God is pure consciousness, the Akashic Record is its archive or divine hard drive. It's infinite library of everything that ever was and ever will be. Through the mastering of emotions, harnessing the elements within you, stilling the mind and nourishing the soul with good deeds, inspired action and clear perception, you too can access the Akashic. We can, you know, call it the original worldwide web, except this one is cosmic, right? Every self-aware, sentient, intelligent being accesses it. And I would advise you to make it a priority before it's too late because Skynet, I mean 5G, you know, it may cut us off on it one day. In this episode, I was talking specifically to my targeted individuals, more specifically my targeted starseeds. But anyone seeking higher states of consciousness, existence, and awareness is welcome to follow my lead. Regain control of your mind, body, and soul connection by attuning to the five elements. As for the loss of income symptom of gang stalking, I don't have any answers for that. Everyone has their own hustle, side hustle, or set of skills that they use for a paycheck. You know, but do what you have to do to keep continue bringing one in, even if that means going to your local labor force or employment agency. 
you can work seven days a week now if you want to. <laughs> uh, does anyone remember when being asked to work on a Saturday was damn near blasphemy? <laughs> There's something brewing, and you can feel it, because I damn sure can. A very subtle notion that we are all on the brink of something major about to take place. And not just here in America, but globally. The upside down, if you want to call it that. Because that is truly a fitting catchphrase in regards to the times that we are in. Everything, including our beliefs, moral ground, and paradigms, has been inverted, distorted, and diluted. But where does your heart reside? That's the question. Will you choose to banish fear from your auric field? Will you find the courage to remain steadfast in your stance against tyranny and deception? If so, the battle's already won. We just got to stick together, stick with it, and brace for whatever happens, okay? Positive motives and intention will pave your path to ascension. I'm out of time, guys, but never out of alignment. Take care and God bless. They could have pulled me over and searched me. Uh, they wouldn't have found nothing but some cushion, a big dick. <laughs> no, that didn't sound good. I don't like the big dick joke anymore. It sounded funny when I was high. <laughs> God damn it, Morpheus. Not everyone believes what you believe. My beliefs do not require them to. We now live in a world where fact is far stranger than fiction. Take the journey with us as we uncover hidden knowledge and shocking truths which are vital to our awakening process. You are now listening to Wokish. For those of you with a voice, if you want to know how you can start your own podcast and share your truths, check the link in the description below to sign up for Buzzsprout. Learn how you can get a $20 Amazon gift card and support the show.